Hello, 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 and welcome to the Mindful Drinking Movement podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Betancourt, former wino and party chica, and <laughs> current hypnotherapist and life coach, helping you reevaluate your relationship with alcohol and how you can change and modify the drinking habits that you currently do have into ones that are even non-existent, but ones that feel much more in alignment with who you want to be. So ditching the automatic drinking behaviors and refining your habits and your choices into ones that feel much more conscientious and, um, and in alignment, in alignment with who you want to be because habits that no longer serve us belong to older, former parts of ourselves that need healing, that need tending to, that need releasing. So that is really the thematic material of my podcast. And today I have decided I was going to offer um, a full day masterclass on this topic, but I decided to just break it into pieces and deliver it via my podcast instead. So you're welcome. <laughs> so the topic today is how to have an alcohol-free day. And I'm going to give you some mindset training, some techniques that you can do, that you can implement to give yourself a full 24 hours free from drinking any libations, anything with ethanol in it, so you can feel and gauge the difference in your own body and your own mind and your own well-being of that kind of contrast. If you're used to drinking every day, as I was, as many people are, Maybe that's you too, or maybe you have had successful um, micro breaks or longer breaks here and there, but you'd like to have more of that, more time not drinking, more time really getting to know yourself without alcohol. My neighbors are doing construction. If you hear anything falling and crashing, um, it's really, it's such a life upgrade to remove yourself from alcohol if you have been entangled with it, as so many of us have for such a long time. It's really, um, it's, it's just a different way of seeing the world. It's a different way of seeing yourself. It's a different way of being with yourself and connecting with yourself. And it just feels so good. And I want this for everyone. So today I'm going to walk you through three simple steps to set yourself up for success for having an alcohol-free day. All right, ready, here we go. So the first thing you're going to want to do is identify and name and commit to the day that is going to be alcohol-free for you. Don't make it six months from now. Don't really even make it next week. Make it today if you can, if you're listening to this in the morning especially. Make it soon. So make it today or tomorrow within three days, right? Don't don't put it off and wait and like decide on the day because that's not committing to change. That is procrastination and that is hoping and waiting for a someday that never comes. So pull up your big person pants <laughs> and pick a day. Is it today? Is it tomorrow? Is it the following day? And don't go further than that. Pick that day and have it be a day where you can really tend to yourself have it be a day where there's not you know a birthday party in your house 
have it be a day that you're not um, typically really, really tempted to drink, like going out to a fancy dinner or something like that. Pick this day and secure it in your mind and commit to it mentally. Commit to it all the way through, morning till going to bed and then waking up with that feeling of like, yes, I didn't drink last night. It is the best feeling. If you don't know that feeling yet, you will. And it is so good. It's so good. Pick your day. Pick your day. Write it down. Um, Even tell other people that you feel safe and comfortable telling. If you have a partner that you live with who's supportive of you or your kids, your parents, roommates, friends, anyone who is really invested in your well-being and can leave their own motivations or their motives for why they might want you to drink to the side. And if you don't have someone like that, you can come into my private Facebook group. It's also called the Mindful Drinking Movement. And you can be vocal in there and visible in there because the visibility aspect and the um, the vocalization, like the, the coming into clarity visibly with other people in a secure environment is deeply healing and it will really help you and it um it also helps to divert that like sneakiness part of us that's like well nobody knows so i'll just go ahead and drink on my planned af day and then i'll try it again next week like we really want to set ourselves up for success to avoid all those types of pitfalls that inevitably come but to be mentally prepared you're you're going to be better able to move through them in a different way instead of defaulting to your habitual patterns that will keep you stuck they will keep you stuck if you want change you have to be able to move through these threshold points and threshold points are ones like I just described like talking yourself out of it because no one can see you so nobody knows so then what Um, I had someone say to me once it's really what you do in private that counts and I was like oh yeah it's really what you do when no one's watching that really counts for you not for anybody else but what really counts for you is who you are being when no one's watching just for you but and we do have that um like observer effect on us when we feel like we're being held accountable to ourselves via the eyes or the um the community the holding the support space of other people we tend to rise to the occasion more so that is step one pick and plan your day and get visible around it um through the eyes of other people in a way that feels safe for you come into the Facebook group or let other people know that you're planning to do this. And and on that same note, be selective of who you tell because you really want support and not people trying to talk you out of something that you really want to do for their own motives. Like people who, you know, your best wine buddies, they might not be on, they might be, but they, who knows? They, you know them. <laughs> you, know the, you know your own people the best. So be discerning and be protective of yourself as you're moving through these early stages of, of disentangling yourself from habitual alcohol use. Be tender, be gentle, be protective of you. Or I'll be protective of you. Come get me. I'll fend for you too. Because I want this for you and you want this for you. So that's step one, commit. Commit and get visible. The second step is to set up your environment for success. So on your planned AF day, don't have a half a 
bottle of open wine in the fridge. Um, avoid that. Freeze it if you can, or pump it, or put it away, or just dump it out, or give it to somebody else. Something. Don't have it be front and center in your line of sight when you're making these changes. Set yourself up for success. Get yourself some really nice alcohol-free options. There's great wine, depending where you live. Um, if you're in the States, there's a plethora of things right now. If you are in Western Europe, we're also up and coming there. If you're in Australia, you're probably doing well, depending where you are. But wherever you live, don't make this an excuse for not doing it. Get yourself some nice alcohol-free options so you can have a special drink the time of day when you would normally have your beer or your wine or your whiskey or your cocktail or what have you. Get something nice to drink that you're going to pour in a nice glass and this is going to be your placebo baby for now. And remove the alcoholic options at least from your line of sight and from your entire home if possible depending who you live with that might not be entirely possible but set yourself up for success remove the temptation and put in its place something that's going to feel really good to drink i'm a huge fan of homemade lemonade if you um like lemonade i highly i'm just going to tell you quickly how i make it so you get water and heat it on a stovetop with um some sweetener in it some people say not to heat honey, but I do sometimes. Or you could do brown sugar or sugar and make a simple syrup with just a couple tablespoons of sugar, heat it on the stovetop, get some fresh squeezed lemon juice and add the simple syrup to that and then sparkling water over ice, mint leaves if you have them, or a sprig of lavender or rosemary. Like make a fancy lemonade. It's gonna taste so good. You're gonna love it. Or get yourself some kombuchas get the alternative beverage and have it in place. That is step two. And step three is to, this is like a more philosophical rather than actionable step. But when you decide that you're going to change a habit that you've had in place for a long time, you, you do become a somebody else as an identity shift you do become more of a different version of you than who you have been because who you have been part of who you have been is a part of you that's attached to the automatic drinking behavior it's not all of you it's an older part of you some people say an old me versus the new me i like the terms former me versus evolving me so you want to create a sort of shifting and sifting in the way that you're thinking and assign thoughts to former you and assign a way of thinking to evolving you or whatever terminology or, or pronouns you want to use and start to see that there is like a one side of things and another side of things there's a part of you that really is going to want that ritual drink that ritualized behavior that really known way of being that well-worn groove there that part of you is going to speak loudly when it's time to walk through the fire so to speak when it's time to have the experience of change and difference when you're coming up on the time when you would normally drink and you've set yourself up for success in this other way this older really habituated part of you is going to speak loudly and it's going to sound like talking you into drinking it's going to sound like talking you into the thing that you normally do 
And it's all going to sound really well intended and it's going to sound like it's your best friend and it's going to sound super familiar, which is why it's so easy to listen to. It's because our brain, our mind, it really loves that familiarity. It, it craves that. It feels like home. It feels safe and it feels like, oh yeah, this is me. And it is and it was. It was. Let's start thinking on those terms. That is who I used to be. That's what I used to do. And now I'm choosing something different. So I hear you, former, you can talk to yourself like this. I hear you, former me. I hear you, younger me. Oh, you're uncomfortable. Oh, you want us to go back and you want us to do that same thing over and over again. I'm deciding to make a different choice right now. And then you want to start talking to yourself from the perspective of evolving you or new you. But what I really want to experience is waking up not having drank the night before. I really want to know what that's like. I know that I'm uncomfortable right now in this moment. I know that it would just be so easy to pour that glass of wine. It would just be so easy to have the grocery delivery service bring it to me with a bag of dog food and make it look all casual like it would just be so easy and yet I know that my growth is going to come in my moments of discomfort and how I can just be with myself how can I just be with this temporary state of discomfort and notice how you're talking to yourself it's almost like it's like two people talking (coughs) pardon me (coughs) I've been sick (coughs) I'm not going to edit that out Okay, so notice how the way that you talk to yourself sounds like two different parts of you. What you can also do, and this is a neurolinguistic programming um, device, technique, mechanism, trick, whatever you want to call it, is to create two circles. So you're standing in like um, a neutral place and then to the front and the left of you, imagine a circle there. And in that circle, put the older behavior of former you, old you, younger you, this is what you usually do, this is the routine, this is what happens at five, six, this is what we drink, this is how we watch Netflix, this is what we do, whatever it is, all of that, put all those details in that circle and then bring yourself back into neutrality and then to the front and to the right of you, create another circle and in that circle, put the newness and the freshness and the difference and the you drinking the lemonade or the kombucha and moving through this 20 minutes of discomfort with curiosity and grace and compassion and the ability to just kind of be with it and look at it and be self-reflective and to take yourself out of the tunnel vision of wanting and thinking about having the drink and talking yourself into it see what kind of conversations happening over here to the front and to the right from future evolving you what what things does she or he, he or she have to say how is this version of you talking to you what does this version of you want for your life what are this version this version of you what are his or her goals what what sort of health um, aspects does this version of you want what sort of success aspects does this version of you want and see what it feels like to think along these lines And then once you've created those circles, physically walk forward and to the left and feel how that feels. The energy of being in that sameness and that routine and then the unchange and the constant. Step back into neutral. And then step forward and to the right. 
into this is like a little bit more mysterious. This feels but also new and also exciting and like, oh, I can do this. I can do this. I can feel my way through this late afternoon, this evening without drinking. What might that be like? This is so exciting. And what else might you do besides default to the default? What else might happen? What else is possible for you? You know that you can do this. You know that it's possible. You know that you can do this. Come back into neutrality. The person that you are right now in this moment who's making this decision. And let me repeat and recap for you the three tips I have for you to set you up for an alcohol-free 24 hours. Pick the day and commit to it. Commit to it mentally. Commit to it spiritually. Commit to it emotionally. Commit. Tell other people if it's appropriate. Two, set up your environment for success. Remove the open bottles. Remove the immediate line of sight temptation. Put things away and have something else in its place. A placebo drink, something that's really refreshing, something that's healthy, something that you really like, something special that you could even pour in a wine glass or a cocktail glass or something like that. Sit down and drink it outside if possible or by a window at least if it's cold where you are at this time of year. And have that be your moment of relax. Have that be the moment of transition, which is what the happier hour drink represents for a lot of people anyways. This is that moment of transition between the workday and now I'm time off or like now I'm in my rest mode or now this is how I transition into evening. Let this placebo baby drink be the indicator of your transition time make it celebratory, make it ritualistic, take, actually friggin' sit down while you drink it and enjoy it. Don't be vacuuming and drinking kombucha out of a martini glass at the same time, even though that's a kind of funny visual. And then the third is set yourself up for the mental game that there is going to be mental discomfort and the mental discomfort we also become aware that it's not physical discomfort, right? It's, you need, we need to separate those out. You're not going to die if you don't have wine at five or six. I used to think that I would, but you're not. It's a thought. It's a fear. It's, it's a fear. Don't play into it the best that you can. Become aware that that is former, younger, less resourced you talking. And say, I hear you. I totally hear you. And... We're going to try this. Today, we're going to try this. And then listen to what evolving you has to say as well. Listen, just listening. Become the loving observer, the loving witness of yourself and your life. And know that your thoughts, you don't have to believe everything that you think. Uh, please don't. <laughs> don't believe everything that people tell you. Don't believe the marketing that's shoved in our faces. Listen to yourself more deeply and you will have all the answers that you need. I wish you an amazing, successful, torture-free, alcohol-free day. Yay! You got it. Uh, you got it. Um, updates for me is that I'm now offering... Um, other content on my podcast, which you may or may not have seen. It's a membership kind of based um, way to access hypnosis that I'm, I'm going to be offering more like guided hypnosis sessions that way. 
and also guided meditations and meditations that are filtered through the theme of drinking less. So it's a way to meditate and also prime your mind for desiring less alcohol automatically on a subconscious level. Um, I've been making these for a long time, so I'm adding them here as like bonus material because they're not like traditional podcast type um, audios. They're more experiential, so I'm putting them here for people who want to try them. And they're available for $22 a month, and you can try it out and stay as long as you like. I'm going to add new ones every single week, um, plus um, adding the the backlog, the catalog of, of these types of things that I already have. So I want this just to be more available for people who want it and you can cancel it anytime. Let me know how it's going for you. Let me know how your alcohol free day is going. And I wish you an amazing day and feeling better and better and better and better all the time by drinking less and less and less and less reevaluating yourself and your relationship to alcohol and how much power you actually have over this whole situation. I will be back next week. I hope you have an awesome day. Ciao.